Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Socially Enough Podcast. I apologize for the per possible echo that might be in the background of this episode. I'm currently in the process of trying to build up my in-home studio and make it sound a little bit better. And I'm still working out the kinks, but the show must go on. So apologies if it sounds like crap. If you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. It's not, you know, I, I wouldn't want to listen to it either. So mental health. Mental health is something I want to talk about. Um, I know in the past few episodes I've talked about everything from meditation to, you know, good movies that came out to, you know, people having sex in movie theaters, but... This is something that I've wanted to tackle for a long time, and I never knew how I was going to do so, but I suppose this is the best way to do it, so. Bear with me if you find it boring, feel free to uh, go ahead and click off right now, I will not be offended. But if you have ever struggled with mental health, or you feel as if you're struggling with productivity, which is going to be the main focus in this rant, really, um... I'd encourage you to to hear me out because I'm going to give you my personal experience and the things that I'm doing right now to make sure that I don't slip back into my previous habits of non-productivity and having a sort of difficulty understanding what I should do with my life, so... Whether it comes from a place of like you don't know your purpose or maybe just you feel like you have not been expressing yourself artistically enough, I think that what I have to say here might be able to uh, lead you in the right direction. Because I, I know a lot of people, especially those, you know, in the in, in my age range, definitely have trouble figuring out what they should do with their life. Not just like, what job do I get? But like, you know, do I have a passion? You know, you see people like, oh, this is my passion project. I built this this Ford Model T, and I keep it on my shelf, and, like, that's somebody's thing, you know, like, or some person might have designed an indie video game that didn't do so well, or another person might have had a passion project that was an indie video game that did extremely well. It's not all about success. It's more so about making sure that you're doing something in your life that benefits you both mentally and and hopefully physically as well, and if you can find out something that simultaneously does those both, then I, I think that you're on the right path. So, um, a negative mental state is not something that's uncommon. In fact, as much as 22.1% of people ages 18 to 25 suffer from some sort of diagnosable mental health issue. So, something that I had to ask myself was, what can we do about that? And without trying to act like I'm some sort of psychologist, because I'm not, I can tell you in my personal experience, I've been prone to ruling out general tips to like keeping healthy, balanced states, you know, I mean, you'll hear from everybody, go outside and run to runner's high, and that sounds stupid, or, you know, get out the video game lazy, and you don't want to, you want to play the video game, of course you do, so, you know, everything from eating right to exercise, limiting screen time, increasing physical activity always seem to be things that I could simply say weren't for me. You know, I'm not a natural athlete and I love video games and watching movies. So going to the gym just didn't feel like a feasible option. Doing something that I hate and applying self-discipline is certainly not a direct path to happiness. It actually seems like a step in the wrong direction. Now, although I have since come to understand that those are all things that are extremely helpful to leading a healthy life um, with the help of my fiance. I do understand that 
it's hard to put your foot in the right direction. So anyway, um, I'm here to help. So just to start off, I'll give you guys an example. I didn't want to go to the gym because I'm naturally unathletic and I felt like it just like yeah, I wasn't built for it. And I also thought it was kind of weak or like corny and like, oh, you know, macho man and all that stuff. So it was just never for me because of the stigma that I had behind gyms. I didn't want to go. And that's fine. If you don't want to go for that reason, that's 100% fine. I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to say, you know, these are the top five things that you can do to feel better. Because that's not, A, it's not going to work for everyone. And secondly, like, it's not going to work for everyone on a, like, very, in a very literal sense. Like, it might, it just might not work for some people. But secondly, um, it's just not feasible for a lot of people. Like, eat a strawberry-only diet, and you'll feel great. All right, I don't live in an area where they grow strawberries, so what do I do? And this is the only magazine that I can find about this topic. So, you know, those are, of course, are extremely exaggerated examples, but I think you know where I'm coming from. Lots of times, whenever you seek help like this, there are just these, like, very surefire ways to, you know, help yourself, and I, I disagree with a lot of them, so this is my take on it, you know, I mean, another example, you like video games because they stimulate your brain, it's a good break in your off hours, that's fine, and a lot of people aren't going to agree with that, but I say go ahead, you know, but, and I'll get back into it later as to why I think that maybe cut back on that and try to find time to do something a little more productive than that, but the, the point's not anything to do with video games or exercise it's more so that none of us are are constructed the same physically mentally or even you know down to genetics none of us are exactly the same so the same methods aren't going to work for all of us so a question i had to ask myself was what do we all have in common and i found something and that's that we all wake up every single morning and something i can ask you is what do you do whenever you wake up every single morning? And right now, what I do is I wake up a few hours, you know, a good bit of time, a substantial amount of time before I have to go to work. And I lay in my bed for an hour because I don't like to get up. No one likes to get up. And I wait for my eyes to get completely open. And while I'm doing that, I'll like scroll through Instagram and watch like an hour's worth of YouTube. And then finally I'll get up. And by now it's, I've wasted an entire hour of my day. In my eyes, I've wasted an hour of my day. So, let's change that, okay? Let's do something productive. As simple as, you know, getting up out of bed to pour that cup of coffee can end up being the thing that changes your day from one full of exhaustion and lethargy to one full of happiness and productivity. Now, you know, coffee may have been a, a bad example because coffee has caffeine, which wakes you up and helps you get productive, at least in my case. However, I'm not talking about the direct correlation between caffeine and productivity, more so about delegating that first 30 minutes to an hour of your day to get something done. Something. It doesn't even it does not have to be anything quote productive because I mean uh, if you oh, let's look at the actual definition of pr- productive. One of the definitions that Webster's dictionary provides for productivity is yielding results, benefits or products. So let's break that down, okay? 
yielding results. You lay in bed for an hour and watch YouTube. The result, you feel happy and your brain is stimulated. Okay. You instead immediately, let's give you five minutes. You spend five minutes laying in bed, kind of trying to get your eyes open. You sit up, you get out of bed, you go turn on the Keurig and make yourself a cup of coffee. The result was a cup of coffee, which can save you, you know, $2.30 on your way to work. And I'm not saying that everyone drinks coffee. I'm just saying. Um, now you save yourself $2.30 on the way to work and you have officially gotten out of bed. And that was in a span of 10 minutes. So now in one-sixth of the time that you would have been laying in bed watching YouTube, you've already gotten out of bed and gotten something done. You know, you've gotten your morning cup of coffee, all right? So now the next thing that I'm going to want to do in this situation is sit down and with my coffee, I'm going to watch some YouTube, right? (laughs) But before you make that bold decision to go ahead and sit down and and scroll through YouTube while you have your cup of coffee, because you've gotten something done today, right? That's another thing that I think we need to overcome is like these barriers that we make in our head and I'm making bunny ears on my fingers you can't see them quotation marks um you have these barriers in your head and it's something that's really common in addiction where you might say well oh I I I made it through the day so now I get to have one beer or well it's only one beer or well I I accomplished my goal for the day you know I got I got up out of bed early and now I'm out of bed and I can watch YouTube on the couch but that's not the point of it, you know, you need to keep going and going and going in order to not only see the physical results that you're going to yield, but like to prove to yourself that what you were doing previously was not good. So something we definitely need to do is destigmatize productivity. Like we have this idea of what productivity is because of like, I, I don't know what instilled it in us, but for me, productivity always meant you have to have a product. So you're not being productive unless in the end you have a baseball. You know, if if, if, if your productivity, your example of productivity is making a baseball, then in the end you must have a baseball. But in my head and by part of Webster's Dictionary definition, I don't know why I said it like that, but <laughs> um, productivity would be explained as yielding a result so you were productive if your result was a halfway done baseball you were productive if you showed up to the plant to make the baseball and they were shut down so you know you turned back around and didn't go home you found something else to do for the day productivity is something yielding results right benefits or products So if it benefited you in some way to do the activity that you have done, then you're being productive. So without trying to get too scientific, I'm going to get into an example that might help you see what I'm talking about. I'm I'm really trying to give as many examples as possible because I know I I can sound kind of vague and like I trail off and I go off on tangents and that's just who I am. I apologize. So you wake up on a Monday morning and you watch YouTube for 30 minutes. The result... Remember that word result is that your body releases these little guys you might have heard of called endorphins. They're neurotransmitters or chemicals in the body, simply put, that transfer information from one neuron to the next, often blocking feelings of pain and controlling emotions. 
So, with that being said, is lying in bed watching YouTube for the first thing in the morning productive? By definition, yes, it is. However, is it conventionally productive in the long run in a relation to your mental state? I, I have a hard time seeing how it could be. For instance, heroin mimics these little endorphin guys by attaching to opioid receptors in our brain to make us feel good. Now, without getting off on too much of a tangent about things that I have no idea about, I'll get to the point. A lot. I mean, a lot of the things in this world can release endorphins, and endorphins are just one of the chemicals in the body that and brain that can <coughs> make us feel good, but those are the ones that I'm focusing on right now, so don't go in the comments and start hating me about my lack of knowledge about science and the human body. So, some examples of things that can release endorphins. Chocolate, exercise, alcohol, making music, smelling lavender, having sex, eating hot peppers, and even, yes, everyone's favorite, watching some good old-fashioned TV, boob tube. So, using the most micro example possible by alluding to a previous statement from this rant, if our bodies can naturally get us stoned by doing all these things, then why not pick one that is simply, that is not only helpful on a microscopic, for lack of better terms, level, but one that is helpful in more than one way. So, sitting down and watching a whole season of Breaking Bad may make you feel really good inside, and not to say that you didn't memorize any cool scenes or get a new outlook on the crystal meth industry, but what did you actually take away from that? Contrarily, recording this podcast, I'm not only getting my brain high on the body's natural heroin love juice, but simultaneously, I'm managing to, one, benefit myself through expression of my thoughts and feelings, Two, yield results through the creation of a tangible product, all while managing to actually produce a product. So I'm actually hitting all three of the major... I hope you couldn't hear that. I had to itch my head. All three of the major parts of the definition of productivity. I have found something through passion that I can feel like I'm doing everything that I can to stay productive. And since then, my mental health has been on an, uh, of course, it's an uphill battle, but I'm getting there. And I think that everyone should give it a shot. Not podcasting and not video games and not exercise. Find your thing. And if you're having trouble finding your thing, pray about it. Meditate upon it. If you don't agree with either of those things, message me. We can talk about it. Um, I want to create an outlet where where people can come here and listen to what I have to say, listen to my experience, and through that, hopefully find your purpose. Purpose is something that I think we all struggle with. I mean, even there are people who've gone to school for 10 years, and they're a doctor that cuts into brains, like a neurologist. Is that a neurologist? I don't know. Neuro something. Um, And they hate their job, and they thought that was going to be their passion. Now, passion and purpose can be defined as two different things. I don't know that I don't have the definitions of them pulled up right now, and I didn't fact check that because I'm 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 avant garde right now. But (coughs) what I'm trying to say is, there are a lot of people in this world who don't know what their purpose is, and you shouldn't feel lost due to that fact. But that doesn't mean that you can't get up tomorrow morning at eight thirty. Or, for me, it's that time because I go to work on second shift. But it doesn't mean you can't get up at that time that you've been wanting to. It doesn't mean you can't start that 
YouTube channel that you've been wanting to start or that podcast or whatever. You're not you're not limited by anything, and I guarantee you that if you make a point to stay as productive as possible in your life, you will one hundred percent have a positive outcome. It's impossible not to. You will productivity is going to yield a result. Okay, so whatever that result may be, whatever you want, I guarantee you that you can make it happen through hard work and dedication and just going, go do it, like, go, why are you even still listening to this, go right now and start something, it doesn't matter what it is, it really does not matter what it is, I don't even care if it's a Instagram channel, or whatever you call it, I don't know, I'm technologically challenged, but, although I would say don't do that, because that's not going to be hitting all three of the major points of productivity that I was speaking about, if that's what you got to do to 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 get productive and and feel better then do it but remember what i said about you define what productivity is so if you think that laying in bed and watching youtube for an hour every morning is 100% necessary for your mental health and you have to do it and you think i'm a kook for even saying that it's bad do it that's up to you. I don't know your situation, but I'm telling you that I said the same thing. And then whenever I actually went out and did the stuff that sucks, you know, at first it might suck, but then you see the results, you get to the other side, you will be very, very happy that you took the initial step and decided to do it. So I'm getting pretty far into this thing. I'm probably going to cut it off here soon. I do want to give one more example though. Create a bubble chart for yourself, I suppose. Maybe not a bubble chart, but do some pros and cons of some of the things that you enjoy doing to find what your thing is going to be. So, you like video games and you like drawing. Video games are good for you for these reasons, right? And drawing is good for you for these reasons. Do a little bit of research. What do video games do to your brain? What does drawing do for your brain? Both of those things you can do within the comfort of your home one of which is going to be productive in a lot more ways than the other one. I know that I'm not the best at explaining things, but that's my take on it. I'm out of here. That was this week's episode of the Socially Inept Podcast. Tune in next Friday, and I might switch it to Wednesday. I don't know. Um, If you're listening, thank you. If not, thank you. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I'll see you guys around. Thank you for listening. This has been the Socially Inept Podcast. I'm out of here.